on page Kuf Tzadik Aleph, 191, two lines on the top. And we've just been discussing um, that Shema Vaye is what's called Shema Etzim, the essential name which shows on Hashem's true essence. And because Shema Vaye is from Lashon Habas, Mahabit, to bring it to existence, that's why it shows on Hashem's true essence. Because only Hashem in His true essence, who is not caused by any other existence, and is Mechuyev Metzius, and in Metzius His existence comes from Himself. It's an inherent, essential existence. Therefore, He can create a creation which feels itself to be independent, and also as if it has no source. That is why the idea of Shem Havaye, which which discuss which describes Hashem as being the Creator is a shame, is a name which can show upon Hashem's true essence, because the idea of creation is only possible from Hashem's true essence, whose existence is absolute and essential, and not caused from anything else. And that's what the Ramam says in Hilchas Yisraeli at the beginning. It says that the foundation of foundations and the pillar of all wisdoms is to know that there is a motzi rishin, a first existence, which from him, which he is the one who brings about every other existences, and all the existences are dependent on his true existence. So the truth of his existence refers to Hashem's true essence, and their existence is the fact that there can be such a, a entity which exists and feels itself independent is only because of Hashem's true essence, which is truly independent. Uh, and that's why Shema Vaya is Shema Etzim, the, shame, the name which refers to Hashem's true essence. And that's why also the Rosh Tevis, the initials of Yisida Yisidis, Ramudah Chochmah, says Shema Vaya, because Shema Vaya is Shema Etzim, which refers to the Matzi Yerishan, which is the whole taken of this halacha in Rambam. It's two lines on the top. Pardes, Vesharites, Kosov. And the Pardes is from the Ramach of Moshe Kardavero and the 19th Gateway writes, Shein, the Shemavaya Shum Peter Shabir. He says, quoting, that his, the quote is that the Shemavaya has no explanation, no explanation, and no, um, no Pirush and no beer. Basically, no explanation. Using two terms which imply this idea of explanation. But according to what we just explained, the Shemavai does have an explanation. According to what we said before, Shemavai implies that it indicates that he is the true existence. The primordial existence which always existed. Also the ultimate existence. I mean, he is only an absolute existence because his existence comes from himself. And he's not, and he is not um, created by any other cause which created him. And also shows upon the fact that he is the creator, and brings into being all the existences. So we see that uh, Shem Avaya does have some type of explanation of what it means. Hashem is the true existence, and he's the source of all existence. So that is an explanation, seemingly. So. We can say the fact that the Pardis says that it has the, the Shemavai has no explanation, what he really means is his intent, his intent is meaning the way that it's written, that has no explanation. That 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 um, writing of Hashem's name, the spelling of that name, does not include within itself seemingly that explanation, that aforementioned explanation, that he is the true existence and his existence is absolute, and he is the source of all existence. That's what it means that he has no beer. How you write it, the writing of that name, does not contain within itself seemingly this explanation. But we can. But the truth is, in truth, we can say that in truth is that um, this name does show the primordial, absolute existence. And this is Hashem's true essence. So. 
seemingly with the Ramak, with the uh, Pardis, if Pardis is saying that doesn't have any explanation, meaning even though, even though this is the meaning of Shemavaya, that it refers to Hashem's true, absolute, inherent, essential existence, but the way that it's written, the specific letters don't contain, don't indicate, don't show you that explanation at all. Um, but we can say, however, that in truth it does, that Shemavaya, the way it's written even, that in which is referring to Hashem's absolute primordial existence is hinted to in the actual letters and the way it's written. So the fact that there's first the letter Yud or Shemavaya, that shows you on the constant, the constancy and how it's a um, constant act of creation. As it's known that the Yud, whenever you have a Yud at the beginning of a word, that shows you on the constancy of what's happening here. Like the famous verse about in the in, Igeris and Shaykh Lamuna and Tanya, that so did Iyav do all the days of his life. So so did he do all the days. So it seems it's a Pu'ula Tmidis, a constant act. So the Inyan Tmidis, and the idea that Yud, at the beginning of Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, which indicates, which shows you, which tells you about Hashem's true essence, how, how does each letter show about this? Because the Yud is the Tmidis, is the constancy, and that is one of the Ikri Ha'atzis, is one of the main things, the main um, foundations of Hashem's essence, is that He always existed, He always was, He always is, He always will be. He, he is the true Tmidis, the true constancy, the true everlasting existence. Because his existence always has been, never there was never a moment where his existence wasn't. So he is the true to me. This. written in the Gateway of Unity, the tenth chapter. He is found as an existence, a constant and everlasting existence. And the only existence which is always constantly everlasting, if he's found in an everlasting way, is something which doesn't have a beginning. And that is Hashem's true essence, which did not, does not have a beginning, because he is Mitsuyusi Matsumusi. His existence is inherent, is essential, comes from himself. He's not, he's not caused by any other existence. He never had a beginning. So that is what the Yud shows you and refers to, that this name refers to Hashem's true essence. And this is also what the name Havaya includes within it all these three terms of Hoya, Hoya was, is, and will be, past, present, future. Which that shows you about this existence of Hashem's true existence, His true essence is an everlasting existence, which always was, is, and will be, encompassing all of time. Because He never, he was never created, therefore He always existed. He always existed, He always will exist. So according to this, now we could say that the way that actually Shemavaya is written, specifically the way it's written, um, with the Yud, each letter, is actually showing you, is indicating to you Hashem's true essence. And, and so that's what we were trying to explain, the Sefer of the says that Shemavaya has no Piru Shubir, what does it mean? According to what we explained before, it does have a, a explanation. To create, that refers to Hashem's true essence. But he's saying maybe in the actual way it's written, it doesn't have an explanation. And the, that was the intent. In the way that it's written, the actual letters don't tell you anything, don't contain that explanation within the letters. But here we see that Yud itself, which is the main letter, which symbolizes the whole Shemavai, which know that the, always the first letter is the main chai, is the main energy of that word, of that entity. 
So the Yud, which is the idea of Tadidus, of Tamidius, constant, everlasting, that is truly showing you of Hashem's true essence, which is being that it has no beginning and therefore it is constant, it has no end. Truly infinite, truly un- unlimited. So this does not contradict what the Pardis says that we quoted before, that, that Shem Avayi does not have any explanation, any description. The true intent of the Pardis is It doesn't, that the Shem Avayi does not indicate, does not show you of a certain description, a specific characteristic. Like all the other names of Hashem, which do indicate a certain action, a certain characteristic that Hashem is doing. Which that is a specific a description of a certain characteristic. And therefore, what the, the part this is saying that Hashem doesn't have a Peter Shabir, meaning it doesn't have, it's not describing a specific characteristic while, as opposed to all the other names. All these other names do describe Hashem how he is affecting a certain. Um, a certain effect, how he's bringing something about, how he's a certain characteristic, expressing a certain characteristic. That's why all the other names are relating to the divine energy which is creating the channels, the vessels. Because that's when you can start applying descriptions because the channels, these vessels, are channeling the simple, abstract divine energy in specific ways whether it's through the channel of chesed, therefore the divine energy is now being channeled in a kind way, Hashem is acting kindly to the creations, or in a gvuradik way. So only that's why all the other names are referring to the divine energy which is creating the vessels, because the vessels are what channel, what give definition to this simple abstract energy. And sometimes it's explained that the, that the names actually are referring to the divine energy, not just to the kalim. But only to this energy, obviously, how it's enclosed and being defined and being limited by the vessels. It, it is being described, it is being limited by the channeling, by the vessels. So, the vessels, this divine limitation is what giving that simple energy, the simple divine energy, a specific description, a specific limitation, a specific expression. So that's why we can apply these different names which describe certain characteristics of the Shem Havaya. So Hashem Havaya is not describing a specific characteristic. And that's what the Paradis is saying. It has no Peter Shabir, not a specific, it's not describing a specific action, a specific expression of divinity. Avol Shem Havaya ain't like Peter Shabir. So Shem Havaya, Shem Atom, the essential name, does not have any explanation or description. And with whatever type of description it might be, and on the contrary, it shows on the Shem's true essence. Hashem's true essential being, which is not possible to relate to Hashem's true being any description of any specific characteristic or any expression. God forbid, like we said before. According to all we said before, so now, we, according to what we said before, we, all, we understood that which is brought in the Medrash the seventeenth parsha on the verse. Anything basically, Hashem brought before Adam all the animals and all the um, beasts, and He said, and everything that Adam called that those animals by their name, who that is the name of that animal of that um, beast. And the Medrash continues. That on this verse, Hashem said, "Holy one, blessed be said to Adam Rishon, the first man, Ma'ani Mashmi, 
Now Hashem is asking to Adam, what is my name then? So Adam answered back to Hashem, To you it is fitting to be called Havaya. Because you are the master of all your creations. Rabbi Yacha said, This is the meaning of the verse, I am Havaya, that is my name. This is the name, my name, which Adam Rishin had called me by. Because describing that you are the master of all your creations, that was that is what Havaya implies. So that is the Medrash. And according to what we explained before about this true meaning of Hashem Havaya, is the Shema Etzim referring to Hashem's true essential being, we'll be able to understand the meaning of this Medrash. That Hashem is asking Adam, what should my name be? Seemingly, it's not understood. The other magician is saying to Hashem, to you it is fitting to be called a violin because you are the master of all your creations. How, is it, how does it fit to say that this idea of Hashem being a master, how does that fit into the name Havaya? Havaya, we just said is come Lash the word creator. Or has he was, is, will be. He's constant. Or the creator, which means that it's referring to Hashem's true essence, who's the only one that can create a being which feels itself independent, just like Hashem's true being is independent. How does this idea of being master over all the creations fit into this name Avaya? We don't see it in the actual name, even the way it's written. Yud refers to the constant being, which is only Hashem's true essence. So how can it be fitting into name Avaya, this idea of which Adam Edition called Hashem Avaya, because it expresses this idea of Hashem being the, cre- the master of all creations. But it's hard to say that it's referring to really Hashem Avaya, how we read it, we, as we know, we don't read it how uh, it's actually written. Only the Kayan Gadol and uh, Kedush Kedoshim would say it. Um, only when the Basin Mikdash stood, we don't actually say it the way it's written. Not the way that I'm written, am I um, pronounced, am I said. So maybe it's referring to the way that we pronounce Avaya, which is Adnai, which is a name which obviously expresses my master, the masterness, the um, rulership of Hashem. So maybe that's what it's referring to, but it's a doich to say that. The Rebbe Shab says it's, a, it's very hard to explain that's the true intent. The intent is really on the actual Shem Avaya. Al Dabadishan was referring to the actual Shem Avaya. And that is, that is implying that Shem is a master of all the creations. And just like he brings at the end of the Medrash, he says, this is what the meaning of the verse is. I am Avaya, that is my name. And so he says clearly that it's referring to the name Avaya, not to Adnai. Well, but according to what I just explained earlier about the true meaning of Avaya, Nicha, then it makes sense. The Indian shame Adnai, because uh, we started off this whole explanation here with the Pasuk Leo. starts off that Ribin Olmin, the master of the worlds. And we said that Ribin Olmin refers to Atma Saint Soif, the true essence, infinite essence of Hashem, Amitis the true essential being of Hashem. The fact that it's called Ribbein Olmi, the Master of Worlds, I'm just going back to explain this on Kufpe Zayin. Master of Worlds seemingly relates to Shem's true essence, which is no relationship with worlds whatsoever, but it's relating it to the worlds, the Master of Worlds. Why? Because the way that we can appreciate Hashem's essence is only from the fact that He is Master of Worlds, that He is creator of all of existence. Because the idea of Bria, of creation, Yashmi Ayin, something from nothing, is what truly relates to, tells you that this is coming from Hashem's true essence. Nothing else can tell you about Hashem's true essence except for the idea of creation, the concept of creation. So now we are, so according to what we're saying now, we said earlier, this whole explanation now, it makes sense why Shem um, Havaya is the idea of the master of all of creation. Because Shem Adnai, the name of the name of Hashem, which is Adnai, my, my master, who, the aunt, who, Ishtamayda Odin al Koila, implies, like the Zayat Kunizar says, that you have made yourself known a master over all 
of creation. And that is the idea. How is he master over everything, single creation? Because he is the creator of everything, and therefore, obviously, the master of everything, creating it and bringing it to being every moment. Therefore, he is master whether this exists and whether it doesn't exist. And therefore, the idea of being Hashem being master, the Rebuin Olmin, um, is expressed specifically in the idea of Havaya, which implies that Hashem is the creator, the master over all of existence, creating it every moment, bringing it into being every moment. As it's known that Shem Adnai, the name of Hashem, which Adnai, the master, is in the level of Malchus, of Atzilus, how it descends and encloses into Bria to create the entities, the beings of the worlds of the lower worlds of Bria, Tzirasia. So we see this whole idea of Adnai, Hashem being master, is in, expressed in the way that, in the fact that he creates all of the created beings of the lower worlds of Bria, Tzirasia. And by the fact that he is creating them, he is being he is being made known as master over all of them. And the fact that he creates them over the moment. As it's explained in the Kudetera, the Maimon title of Nikdashti and the name of the Mikdash Melech over there. That Malchus specifically that Adnir specifically refers to Malchus are descends to create the world, the entities of Biyah. And that is why Hashem is called the master of the world. Why is he master over the worlds? Because he's the creator, which brings into being every moment the existence of all the worlds. So obviously, that implies that he is the master of, of all of creation. So now we're understanding why Adamanishan is saying, for you it's fitting to call it Havaya because you are the master over all of creation. You are the master of all your creations because the fact that he, Havaya, which implies Mahavi, he creates, that makes him obviously the master over all of creation. And this aspect of creation specifically stems from Hashem's true essential being like we said earlier from the only Hashem in his true essence has the ability to create a entities nothing, something from nothing this is what this is what Shemavaya indicates he is the true absolute being which creates all of the creations and brings them all into creation and that's why they have this feeling that they're also essential independent entities because they are brought into being from the true independent entity and this is what other meditation said that you are the master of all of your creations and that's why other meditation said to you it is fitting to be called because you are the master of all your creations meaning to say so why did Admiration call um, Hashem Havaya? Because you are the master. Which, what does it mean you're the master? And the fact that you are the master of the worlds, meaning because you create the worlds every moment and bring them into being every second, and therefore obviously the master over them. And from that we know that you, from the fact that you create all of existence, you're the master of existence because you created it. From that we know that the Hashem's essential name is Havaya, which shows, which indicates this idea of Hashem's uh, primordial absolute existence absolute existence and which is the source for all of existence that you are the one who creates and brings into being every entity so that's why Havaya is specifically the name which indicates expresses this idea of Hashem being the master over all of creation because Hashem Havaya is the only name which expresses that he is the creator of all of existence and he is the absolute inherent essential existence essential being 
So we can say even more in the parentheses it says that the fact that it says to you it is fitting to be called a vayil if odin because you are the master who in your notes klosim This is also the idea which is expressed in sefer yitzira the um, notes klosim sefer that the beginning is wedged uh, in the end. The koyach haatzmus mashabicholted lavke the 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 power of Hashem's essence, meaning the fact that He has the ability to create a being from nothing to something. This is specifically expressed, wedged within Malchus, the Saif on the end. Which Malchus is the ability that is the actual level which creates all of uh, existence in actuality. That the Malchus is the source of all the creation of all the worlds. So the idea that to you it's fitting to be called Havaya because you are the master. We see that Havaya is the Shema Atzim, referring to Hashem's true essential being, Hashem's true essence. And that true essence is the tchilosin, is the beginning, which is wedged in the end, which is malchus, which malchus is, like I just said, the source of all of creation. And the fact that Adam Edishin called Hashem by this name, this essential name of Mechudash, this is not meaning that Hashem, that this idea is a novel thing. Not that, not implying that only Adamitian, so to say, was Mechadish, was uh, brought out, brought about this novel idea that Hashem has this name that expresses His true es- essence, His true essential being. Rather, it implies that Adamitian was, was kara. He called it, which is the idea when you call somebody to come to you, you're drawing him closer to you. And he called it down. He drew it down. The revelation of this name, of this essential name of Hashem, which chose upon Hashem's true essence, he drew that down into the world. Okay, like the sages say, and in the uh, first chapter of Brachis, Gemara Brachis, seventh page, side two, Al Posik Laman Adnei Lamancha Miboile. It says on the verse, it says Laman Adnei for the sake of my master. And the Gemara says Laman Chabiboile. It should have said for your sake. Why does it say like it's speaking the third person for the sake of my master, speaking to Hashem? Elo Laman Avram Shakracha Odin. Rather, it's, the answer is because it's saying Laman uh, Adne for the sake of my master, and for the sake of my master Avraham, who called you the master. So, what is that? The deeper meaning of that Gemara? So, it's understood from this that, that what it's, it's written for the sake of my master, who is really like the same idea of for your sake. Because this is not a novel name. But Avram is the one that called out, meaning he drew down the revelation of this name into existence, into the worlds. He was the one that drew, who called Hashem, Odin, the master. And he called it down, and he made it revealed within all existence. Avram was the one who, like it says, he made Hashem, Hashem Shemayim, Shgura Bifikol, he made the mentioning of Hashem's name something which was became common into everyone's mouth like he forced everyone to make the to bless Hashem thank Hashem after they ate don't bless me don't thank me thank the one who gave you who, who, who spoke and the world came into being Hashem uh, Avram was the one who called this name of Odin meaning who revealed it into existence the fact that Hashem is the master over everything and therefore you should thank him so so too over here Adam Edishin, the fact that he called Hashem Avaye is not a novel thing I meaning he drew down that reality of Hashem's essential being into existence. He made that reality revealed. In the next page, on the fact that Admiration called Hashem, he called Hashem's essential being, that implies that he drew down from the concealed state into the revealed state, into the world of all who 
Shmoy Ha'atzmi Hamoyda Alamitas and Smusi Shmoy Kadmi Kadmusi Sparich. It doesn't mean that he, so to say, was Machadish, meaning when he called this name to Hashem, he's actually bringing about a new entity, Chasashalim. That's not what he's having. Calling means you're bringing it from the hidden to the revealed. So um, that's why, so what he said when Adam called Hashem by this name, he just drew it down into existence, made it, made it more accessible to um, all of creation. But this really is Hashem's, truthfully, this is Hashem's essential name, which shows you about Hashem's true essence. Because, like we said earlier, Hashem's name, this name Avaya, is Kadmi, is primordial, always existed, just like Hashem's essential being is primordial. Like we said, before the world was created, there was Him and His name. His name is also primordial. We'll stop there. Two lines from the top of the page. Kuf Tzadik Beis.